0: Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Celebrate and Inspire Life podcast. As I'm taking you along on this journey of life, today we're in the middle of tax season, filing my own taxes alone for the first time in 20 years and answering some audience questions as well. Of course, I'm not an expert on tax law, so Robert Marksmeyer, CPA, who is a family member of one of my best friends, a tax code expert with his own firm, and a fellow Christian with a heart to serve the Lord and others, was gracious enough to give us a few minutes of its time. After many years of filing jointly while married and not really being a part of the process, as well as having side businesses over the years, but not understanding how to claim my cost of doing business on my taxes, I was needing to have someone help me navigate the process. I wanted to take advantage of the benefits in our laws, but also ensure it was completed honestly and with integrity. And I'm grateful to have a better understanding for myself going into the future. I'm the type of person that appreciates finding resources on a topic and connecting others to resources. So I'm excited to bring this resource to you today. And I know you will find Robert's advice valuable. If you find yourself or your business in need of his expert assistance, feel free to reach out to him at robert at marksmeyer.com to discuss his services. You can also find his contact information in the show notes of this episode. Enjoy this conversation, friends, and we will meet back here next week on the Celebrate and Inspire Life podcast.
1: Hi, Robert. Thank you so much for joining us today to share your wisdom and experience from many years in the financial world and as an expert in tax law. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day, and I know my audience will walk away with applicable advice. Uh, navigating certain scenarios when filing their taxes in honoring the Lord and the laws of the land. If you could please introduce yourself and share of your background, that would be great.
2: Thank you so much, Deborah. It truly is a pleasure and an honor to be here on your podcast. My name is Robert A. Marksmeyer Jr. and I have a bachelor's in economics, a master's in business administration and in accounting. I'm a CPA and a volunteer instructor of tax law to the IRS volunteer program, former regional financial executive for Toyota, as well as former assistant finance director for the city of Sunny Isles Beach, currently the founding president of, by his account, uh, doing business as Marksmar CPA, a CPA firm.
1: Awesome. So I have a few questions from my audience, and then we will go through details of my current situation and how to navigate them. So our first audience question is, Um, Her 17-year-old, so not yet an adult, has her first job but still lives at home. Who files her taxes? Do the parents still file and, like, claim her, or does she file on her own? How does that
2: work? Well, great question. The answer to that that is both. The parent and the 17-year-old dependent child will file their respective tax returns. The child will file to obtain a refund if eligible and must state on that refund that the child can be claimed by someone else on their as their dependent. The parents will also file their own tax return and include the child as their dependent. The rules of qualifying child as a dependent are the following. If your child is younger than 19 years old, even though 18 as an adult legally, but 19 or below or younger is your dependent child, or up to the age of 24, if that child is a full-time college student, even if that child went away for college. Also, the taxpayer or the parent provides more than half of the child support. Uh, In this case, income is not a factor to claim the child as a dependent. There are separate rules though, however, for qualifying relatives where income is a factor.
1: Okay, so it doesn't matter the age of the child. if they start working at 13, like that doesn't matter whether they're adult or still a minor,
2: that that doesn't. That is correct. As long as a parent provides 50% or more, for example, if your child is a celebrity child, is is a celebrity and makes millions, if you're providing more than half, then yes. However, in that case, if that celebrity child, uh, you're able to uh, put the funds away in a trust so that the child can use at a later date and it's not used for their current support, then yes, the parents can still file uh, claim that child as a dependent.
1: Okay, perfect. All right, our second audience question is My friends, okay, my friends, adult 28 do- year old daughter is doing her own taxes for the first time this year and claiming her seven year old daughter. She is currently separated from her husband, but not yet legally divorced. She will be filing for divorce later this year. So I guess she's asking, does she file as single or married head of household? What does she do in that situation?
2: It is a sad situation, a situation I see so uh, common, so often, and my heart breaks and reach out to, to those taxpayers. The marital status for tax purpose is determined based on the last day of the tax calendar year. For example, in this case, if the taxpayer was married by December 31st, 2022, then they will be filing married filing jointly as a filing status. However, the tax code does provide an exception that if the spouse is separated and lived apart the last six months of that tax year, the exception is this, where they would be able to file a single or head of household if there's a qualifying dependent in the household. But the marital status is based on the last day of the tax year, there are exceptions.
1: Okay, perfect, thank you. All right, so now to my situation. Obviously newly divorced, um, but separated all of last year, so you kind of just explained what would cover me in that situation. Um, number two, I have a side business. So if you can share like how that benefits me um, in lowering the taxes that I have to pay. I have an adult child in um, college, so you just explained that prior. Um, and then I did file head of household. And then I don't remember anything else that you included. So if there's anything else that you included in my taxes, just explain that as well.
2: Sure as stated, the marital status was a factor and the adult child was another factor. As I recall in your adult child, you thought because the child is is an adult, there was no need to claim them or there was not the option of claiming them on your tax return, which now you know, tax law does allow that. Now the benefits of a side business is that you are able to use the business expenses that are ordinary necessary for the business running the business to use it against the revenue generated uh, for that business income. In other words, if you earned a hundred thousand dollars on your side business and you spent about $75,000 in expenses, you're able to reduce your income by your expenses. You subtract your expenses from your income and you'll have a, Uh, the remainder of $25,000. That would be your profit or net profit that you will have to pay taxes on to the government. Now, the side business must be, IRS per the IRS, that must be used for the purposes of generating income. It is used to create a profit. It is not merely just a hobby, something I have on the side for fun. If it's a hobby, if the IRS is able to identify, so this is not a legitimate business, it is something you do on the side for fun, then you're not allowed to deduct expenses. So the benefit of having your side business is you're able to re- deduct the expenses from the income you generated, which will help lower your tax um, your, your ta- tax liability.
1: Okay, is there a minimum that you have to make to be able to file taxes for your side business?
2: On average, it's about $400. If you're making $400 profit, um, it is important to definitely file because you will have to file um, s- self-employment tax. However, I always state regardless, always include that uh, figure, whether it's income or expenses, because maybe you didn't make a profit. So you should always uh, include it because that, mm-hmm. the losses will be used to, will be able to be used to carry over for the next year or the following. In the event you had a major profit, the losses from the prior year will be able to assist you on that.
1: Okay. Um, In my instance, I work for, my side business is with a corporation. Um, So if I would have had a side business that was just like my own thing that I was doing, unless it is like registered as an LLC or something like that, I can't claim it, right? Like I can't use it for expenses or anything like that on my taxes.
2: Um. To clarify, so if you're working for, let's say, a company as an independent contractor, they issue you a 1099. Correct. You're working for that other company as an independent contractor, they issue you a 1099, you will have to report that and declare that on your tax return. Mm -hmm. Now, note that if there were expenses associated with that uh, to generate that income that you had to spend, um, then yes, you will be allowed to use those expenses to help offset that income. Okay, so have, it has to let's be. Say, yes. Go ahead.
1: Let's say I clean houses for a living, but I don't have like my own company like established, like registered and everything like that. The income that I'm making, even if I have it like kind of like set up on social media like as a business in that sense, like I can't use that to like deduct expenses to lower my taxes that I pay. Like if I have like a full-time job as well, that type of thing, because that business really doesn't exist in the IRS world, right? What I'm asking.
2: Absolutely. So you have someone who cleans houses, a carpenter, a plumber, um, who does this on the side, or that is their income. It is called a sole proprietorship. Mm -hmm. So they Mm -hmm. don't have a legal entity established separate from the individual that is generating the income, regardless, they will and must report the income and they should include the expenses associated to that income that was generated. So even though you don't have established a legal entity that you mm-hmm. filed the state of Florida and the IRS for an EIN number, an employer identification number, et cetera, Uh, And you are generating or earning income on the side, helping neighbors cut the grass uh, and getting paid for that. That is income. According to the IRS, all revenue, all income is taxable unless there is an exemption in the tax code. So, yeah. However, let me just advise. If you do have a sole proprietorship, it is important to be very honest and, and state and declare your uh, taxes and the revenue that was earned. But I want to make sure it's clear. As a CPA, I advise all my clients, if you're gonna have a side business or if you're a sole proprietor, it is important to go ahead and, and register as an entity uh, with the state and the IRS. Reason being, for legal purposes, if happens and you are sued, if there's a legal lawsuit against you, they can go after your personal assets if it's just a sole proprietorship and not a separate entity, separate from you, the individual, and your assets, your personal assets. Mm-hmm. So it is important for legal purposes to make sure you establish uh, your own uh, legal entity separate from you. However, um, speak to an attorney regarding that.
1: Okay um was there anything else that you wanted to share about my situation that we didn't cover
2: i've I've always heard um knowledge is power and there's a verse in the in scripture where it says my people perish for lack of of knowledge and it is so important so important to uh, hire someone who's competent um, yeah, someone who fears the Lord, but someone who's competent, understands that area of expertise that could assist you um, in, in, in this case, your taxes. Um, to be able to help you navigate uh, the tax law, your current situation, um, major life events. It is very important to when you are preparing your tax return, whether it's yourself or you're hiring someone to do that to be honest with your tax preparer, let them know everything that's going on. Recently, I had a client said, Robert, I have two um, children who are disabled. As I reviewed their prior tax return, I realized their prior accountant never uh, stated that on their tax return. Um, Mm -hmm. It is important because there are certain credits for that. And as well as if that dependent child, even beyond the age of 19 or 24, is disabled, uh, special needs, lives with the taxpayer, that's still a dependent of the parent, regardless of age. So mm-hmm. many individuals don't know if if, if they don't um, understand the tax code, please hire someone who, who does and can assist you. But in your case, um, we were able to sit down, review uh, your current situation, prior uh, tax returns and situation, and be able to position you in a very advantageous uh, position before the IRS.
1: Awesome. Um, Where can my audience connect with you and see all that you have to offer? Um, I know you usually work with more high profile clients than myself. Um, But, you know, if someone's looking for your expertise, where would they find you?
2: Deborah, the truth is we are all important before the Lord. Uh, in God's economy, we are very where Everybody has a function and every taxpayer uh, contributes to our system. Uh, they can reach me through your podcast and uh, click on the uh, link or you have that on marksmeyer.com or they can email me at robert at marksmeyer.com That's robert at marksmeyer,
1: Perfect. Well, thank you so much again for joining us today. Um, Maybe we'll have you on in the future to discuss other topics to do with finance. Um, Have a great day, Robert.
2: Deborah, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me today.